Welcome to the Foodless Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. So just before we get going, I just wanted to thank everyone so far for listening to our podcast. We've had a whole lot of 500 downloads, which is very exciting, isn't it, Jambo? It is. So we are very excited. So we just want to give a big shout out. Thank you for sharing it on your stories. Thank you for sharing it around with your friends, leaving us reviews. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do subscribe. It's available on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Make sure you subscribe because it really does help us. And I just wanted to give a little appreciation shout out. Absolutely, Steph. Yeah, no, thank you to everyone who has been listening. The reviews we've had, the feedback we've had, it is amazing. Uh, so this week, we are talking about um, how to start your journey. So talk to me, Steph. What is this podcast going to be about? So I think starting your journey slash restarting your journey. Um, mm-hmm. I say that because we are currently in lockdown number three still. And it's a lot a lockdown of lack of motivation. People don't really know where they're at with exercise, with nutrition, and there's no kind of game plan. So I think it's a good place for us to start for anyone starting their weight loss journey, their exercise journey, um, health journey, or, or just restarting and resetting, getting back on the game train, really. Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk you through uh, six points um, that we have to get you going on our journey uh steph's going to do the nutrition side of things and i'm going to do my best to give you the exercise base of those uh points so point number one steph number one start small and when i say start small i don't mean you have to take half a step i mean start where you know is achievable for you on your journey so in terms of nutrition that doesn't mean you have to day one Make sure you're tracking all your calories. You've done all your meal prep. You cooking everything from scratch. That's an end goal for some people. If that is your end goal, then absolutely great. But start with just one or two things that you can implement that you know will give you success. Because as human beings, we like success. We like positivity. That gives us then motivation and momentum to carry on. So starting small, wherever that is for you, whether that is even if it's just tracking your calories not even looking at the numbers and focusing on your targets just using the app getting used to that again and then doing that for a week um, feeling better with that and then you can move on to tracking with your numbers you can then look at meal planning a little bit more etc etc do you know what i actually do when i'm if i'm trying to get back onto like the nutrition journey um we all have to do it where we have to rein in i know that you've actually been posting some stuff on your instagram about it um i really start small so like i'll start my day instead of having a coffee with milk in it i'll just have something small i enjoy black coffee so i'll have black coffee in the morning and it's only a really small step but then i'll just then try and eat uh, less processed food and trying to eat a bit more fruit and veg in my diet so like i'm not making drastic changes like really small changes but it's just I know that this journey is not going to be a two-week thing. It's more of a long-term thing. So if I start getting a bit of momentum each week and improve a bit more, then you know, in six weeks, six months, a year's time, I'll be a lot further down the journey. Yeah, and another great example is, I wrote about it in my daily email yesterday, is it actually took me from the moment, because I put on a few pounds and I'm now in the process of wanting to lose that as well, Um, It took me eight days from realizing my clothes are feeling tight. I don't like what I see in the mirror to actually me implementing and actioning 
my behaviors around mm-hmm. food. So eight days ago, I was like, yep, I need to make this change. Um, but it takes me a while, even if it's just a few days, yeah. to get into that mindset of, okay, I'm going to have to stop snacking in the afternoons or whatever my um, thought process is for this time. But it's it's not jumping in full force, both feet, head first, whatever, straight away. Because, I mean, maybe that works for some people, but for the majority of people that I've worked <clears> with and for my personal self, that's what works sustainably. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, I do something similar, like... Uh, so you know if in the summer i want to be leaner and look leaner uh, i start now but it doesn't mean that all of a sudden i turn the notch to 10 and you know go flat out and this that and the other it's that in a month's time in march in april in may that all of a sudden i'm I'm further along the journey than i would be and just keep making progress so i don't i never go like ah this is it now and go full dial and that's where a lot of people do fall down so yeah start small yeah. Anything on exercise side of that? Jumbo, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, again, it's where what I've just sort of said, a lot of people full of motivation, full of enthusiasm, start off and come out of the um, starting blocks like a gun, a bullet out of a gun. Uh, and we'll try and do everything in a two week period. And then they will suffer from physical burnout. You know, you haven't moved your body a lot. All of a sudden you're doing, you know, training five times a week. Um, so your your muscles are going to start aching. The motivation soon dies away when you're waking up and your legs are stiff and you can't walk down the stairs. That motivation soon disappears. Uh, so I'd always say just start small. Instead of maybe if you if you don't exercise at all, maybe doing small bits, getting out and being more active, going for a walk. The actually example that I like to use as well is like a lot of people in the new year will go right. I'm going to start running, and we've all done it, including me. Uh, you lace up your shoes and you go right I'm going to go out and do a 5k run and you go out and you run 5k and you hate every moment of it your body's suffering you're not conditioned to it at all and you might might get round and then you wake up next door the next morning you're absolute pieces and you don't lace up your trainers again for another 12 days Uh, and then you go through the same thing again so I think what can be really beneficial to people and what people's need to put the ego to one side is if you did uh, a 1k run every day for a week and then a 2k run every day for a week and then a 3k run for every day of a week and built up slowly obviously you don't have to do it every day of the week but if you condition your body more so that in a month's time you could run three 5ks in a month and you'll have less miles underneath your belt than if you were doing small and often so yeah mm-hmm. start small put your ego to one side and think about where you're going to be in six weeks time rather than in two weeks time. Yeah. Another good example that Ross uses quite often is instead of going ham and exercising five times a week for an hour each day, and then for the next three weeks, don't do anything. It's better to do one to two sessions a week spread out evenly over. Um, Do you agree with that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I've um, just started training again and I'm just, I'm not trying to go, I've got full of motivation now, but I'm not trying to cram it all in in two weeks. Actually, over the next two weeks, what I've been trying to do is start off small and just build a foundation so that in a month's time, I'm in a position where I can up the intensity more. I'm not trying to do all the intensity now and then burn out of motivation. So yeah, just trying to small, put the ego to one side and just tick along for the first couple of weeks. 
Love it. What's our second point, Jambo? Form good habits. Oh, yes. You go. Okay, so uh, when I say form good habits, usually when we start on the nutrition or an exercise journey, uh, it's something new in our lives. It's, it's maybe we've fallen out of training a bit or we haven't trained for a long time or we've never trained at all, but we're all of a sudden taking a new step, a new direction in uh, on our journey. So when I say form good habits, I mean creating a habit that you are going to train on the days you say you're going to train. Uh, you're going to wake up. You're that person that doesn't miss a session. You know, if sometimes you can feel like, oh, like I'm not really feeling it today and all of a sudden you're forming bad habits, but by creating good habits, you're, you're that person who's actually taking control. You don't miss a session. You do the sessions even when you're feeling tired. Uh, and then it can be like small things that instead of sitting around on the couch, you're going to go out for a walk and just creating new positive um, habits. Mm. I think on the back of that is one I use with my clients a lot is if you identify yourself as the big one in the friendship group or the one that doesn't go to the gym and stuff that's your identity that you're creating for yourself and the people around you so if your identity is the big one in the group it's then harder for you to go and create different habits yeah because you've got to create a different identity getting the identity of yourself right even if you don't believe it at the time I am someone that gets up yeah whatever time in the morning and goes for I, a walk I am that person that when my legs are feeling tired I still get my session done or when I want to quit during my session I don't I am that person who will eke out every last rep and keep going until the very end yeah it's about creating that new mindset the new forming a new habits that all of a sudden you know the old version of you before this journey might have quit but the new new version of you doesn't and even if you have to fake it until you make it absolutely we all do it yeah love that okay Steph got any forming of habits for food um I I think it's as I just said it's creating that identity of someone that I do meal plan I do think ahead of time I do like cooking I do you know it's making a positive and a definite thing around habit formation yeah actually something that I I do as well because we obviously we all have to look after what we eat is I will be the person that doesn't stuff myself and the person that if I do have treats I'm the person that knows how to control it if that makes sense so like for example like chocolate bars I love chocolate like I could happily smash a like a massive dairy milk bar but my new like habit that I like to form is I'll get like one of the small ones and like I'm still getting my fix but like now all of a sudden I'm the person that's in control of even like having a treat and snacking and I'm not it's not like I'm pushing it away so yeah yeah I think it goes back to our office environment podcast where be the person that takes their lunch into work because that's what you do even if at the start your colleagues are like oh yeah that's weird like why are you doing that blah 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 judging you mm-hmm. once you've created that identity of you're the person in the office that takes your lunch into work that's fine no one cares anymore no one even thinks about it yeah. so yeah okay Steph number three number three one of my most important have a plan a plan of action mm-hmm. in terms of nutrition I've already said the word like 500 times today, meal plan, planning ahead of time. So even if you don't write specifically write down a meal plan, at least the night before when you go to bed, you need to know 
what you're eating for breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. your snacks the next day. If you know that, you're more likely to stay on track. You're less likely to add things in, take things out, um, swap things over. And it's just staying accountable to yourself via planning ahead. Plan, plan, yeah. plan, plan, plan. No, 100%. Yeah. It's always, it's interesting. Like, uh, I think like a lot of people... I always think like win the first hour of your day and the rest of the day will look after itself. So it's funny when you don't have any breakfast lined up and then you have to rush to the shop and you've got to um, get yourself a breakfast on the go and then you've got to get your lunch on the go. And then all of a sudden you're going against the grain for the rest of the day. Whereas if you know for breakfast, I'm waking up tomorrow and I'm having my porridge oats. And then even if you don't have your lunch, at least then you've got enough time until the next meal as well. So yeah. Yeah. Plan, plan, yeah, plan. And he- yeah, even if you don't have anything prepped or you don't have anything in the house, know the night before you're going to go to the shop and get X, Y, Z. Okay, number four, I've got accountability. Now, when I say accountability, a lot of people, when they, they get on their journey and they want to start smashing their exercise or nutrition, but in regards to exercise, they want to smash it. Uh, and then they can easily lose motivation easily we've all done it where we start off and we're full of motivation so accountability is having someone that can hold you accountable to achieve goals okay so creating a goal the goal in itself can keep you accountable so if you want to be the person that goes to the gym five times a week for four weeks that can be your goal uh if you want to have a longer term goal as well uh and it can just keep you accountable Uh, The second thing on accountability is having someone that you pay to have there for you, to support you, to keep you accountable, keep you on the plan. Um, So I actually have a coach and he will call me up every couple of weeks, see how I'm getting on, touch base my goals. Do we need to realign our goals, keep my motivation in check? So I think when you're starting a journey, especially in the exercise, you need to put your ego to one side. Uh, and sometimes some people can be very motivated and can do it themselves, but it's very, very rare. And a lot of the time you do need somebody to keep you motivated, keep you accountable for, for your goals. I would like to say, fire that question at the listeners. How many times have you tried to be accountable to yourself and actually succeeded with your nutrition? And for a lot of people, the answer will be, I haven't. I haven't, Steph or Jambo. Whether that accountability comes in the form of creating a WhatsApp group with your friends, whether it comes from, as you say, Jambo, paying a coach, whether that is finding groups on Facebook, online, like there's lots of um, ways we can stay accountable now. But being part of something bigger than yourself is such a fundamental part of succeeding and making sure that you're being accountable to people that are on either a similar journey to you or are fighting in your corner and want you to succeed as much as you like if you're trying to be accountable to your partner who you know he she doesn't want to lose any weight they're fine just how they are it's not an issue for them they keep drinking all the alcohol in the evening and the desserts not ideal don't be accountable to them because they don't care as much as you they might care about you but not your journey yeah absolutely how often as well do people say like I'm going to keep myself accountable, but I'll start on Monday and they use like the week as keeping them accountable. And then by the end of the week, that goes out the window. Like, I feel feel like even if you're the most uh, strong-minded person, you know, you want to start on Monday, you have that motivation, but by the end of the week, the accountability is gone. But if you have someone there who's keeping you accountable, then you make it through that Friday, the Saturday, the Sunday. And then when your motivation is back on the Monday 
new week and you want to keep going, you know, that, that's like the obviously that the key. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Love it. Number five is know your why. I love this one so mm -hmm. much. So not just saying to yourself, I want to lose weight. Saying to yourself, I want to lose weight because. Now that reason is going to be different for everyone, but some examples can be because I want to make sure that I see my kids get married. I want to be able to run around the garden with my young kids and not have to sit down every five minutes because I'm out of breath or I don't feel mm -hmm. very good because I want to make sure that when I go out to the nightclub next time, I feel confident and happy in my clothes and I can do what I want because I'm not held back by my weight. Mm -hmm. It's finding the deep emotional connection to the reason that you want to lose weight. And it's, it's a powerful thing because everyone says, oh, I want to lose weight, but then that's not enough to action that yeah. saying. Yeah, hundred percent. And, this is something actually when I was uh, personal training, it was one of the first things I learned is you'll say to people, oh, you know, what do you want to achieve and why? And they will say, uh, I want bigger arms because I want to fill out a T-shirt. But that's not really the true why. You have to go like beyond that. And it might be that, you know, they want to be more sexually appealing to a, a different partner or it might be that they went to a beach and they felt self-conscious when they took their top off. or And then it can be things like, they want to set a better example to their kids. But in fact, a lot of people feel almost embarrassed about having a true why. So really mm. think about, you know, why you want to do something. There's no shame in saying, um, I want my kids to look at me and be proud of me. I want to be able to set a great example to them growing up instead of maybe hiding behind a, a different, different why. But yeah, finding your true why. Yeah. And I think it doesn't need to be specifically nutritional exercise wise there because fundamentally your deep meaningful connection is personal to you yeah yeah no 100 percent. but yeah find your true why okay steph and finally what's number six find enjoyment in what you do it's a saying that i say all the time if you can't see yourself eating this way exercising this way living this way in a year's time from now what the hell is the point so Making sure that you enjoy it means making sure that you can eat the cakes that you want, drink the alcohol that you want. And that's not me saying, yep, you can lose weight by drinking 10 pints of beer a night. It's just me saying fit things into your daily life so that you can go to sleep happy, feeling confident, feeling empowered by the journey. And it's going to be more sustainable. You're going to be more consistent with your calorie deficit you're going to be more consistent with moving. Um, it might help with the momentum of staying motivated, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's really, really, really important, especially with exercise as well. A lot of people go to the gym but won't enjoy a lot of the exercise they do, but they think they have to do that because that's what people do to be fit and healthy. But you can find enjoyment in, in anything that you actually enjoy moving. Go hiking go cycling go surfing play football play rounders join a netball team it doesn't have to be that you have to go to the gym and if you don't enjoy it then you you know there's no need for you yeah. to do it uh, the, the main goal is to enjoy what you do you know yeah i love that one with playing sport is running around after a ball makes you not actually think about exercising yeah, and moving so it's fun yeah 100 yeah, like if i played football or rugby 
you know, I wouldn't even think about it. Like I'd just be so into the game and everything. And then, you know, a thousand calories later, like I wouldn't even think about it. But in the gym, if someone said to me, now train for an hour and a half, two hours, non-stop sprinting, running yeah. around, I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And it's, we do on this podcast, obviously talk about the gym a lot, but this relates to exactly what we're saying is finding your fun because yeah. there will be something out there that you enjoy. You just got to yeah, put yourself out of your comfort zone and find 100%. out what that is. I think, yeah, it's really important because we've said this many times, but when people usually start their nutrition journey, um, sort of the exercise journey comes along with it as well. They want to make a, a lifestyle change. And if the gym isn't for you, then don't go to the gym. You know, it might be that you want to start playing netball or rugby football again five-side football you might just want to go out for early morning walks like you don't you don't have to necessarily if you don't enjoy the gym don't force yourself to do it find something that you really enjoy at the end of the day you're looking at exercise to be healthier burn a few extra calories so why struggle through it and not enjoy yeah. it definitely yeah sure so the last the last point i want to make and it's i guess we could call it a seventh point when we're setting goals, and this comes from a book that both Jambo and I have read, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about when you're setting goals, be really specific about setting your goals. So using the example of, let's say, going to the gym, even though we just said we're not going to go to the gym, <laughs> be specific. Instead of saying on a Sunday night, right, I'm going to go to the gym twice this week, mm-hmm. you need to say what you're going to do in the gym where the gym is, what time you're going to go, what you're going to wear, who you're going to see, mm-hmm. who you're going to go with, etc. Rather than, because it just gives you that extra bit of boost accountability to be where you need to be to help you stay on track with your goals that you've set. Yeah, no, 100%. And it's funny you say that. Actually, today I had a session this morning. Last night I was feeling really motivated. And all I could think about was, I was so motivated to get into the gym, but I thought oh, I'm going to have some real takeaways from the session. So I wanted to spend a bit of time working on some, it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to, you know, get my heart rate to a certain level or, or do this amount of weight. It was get to the gym, have a real good focus when I get into the gym. I don't, didn't want to wander through my session. I really wanted to work on my technique. Um, I wanted to like really have a drive to like my session, real focus. And I came away from it and, it was a bad session we all have them sometimes I came away feeling a bit deflated but then when I got back I reflected on it and was like well I actually did get into the gym and I was motivated to do those things I came in I had focus I didn't drift through my session I really worked my technique and all those things didn't go as well as some maybe I would have hoped them I still came away feeling positive about the session so yeah yeah and for me it's the same in terms of the night before when you go to bed having a plan for your meals and what you're going to eat for me if I say right I'm going to get up and do a home workout at 7 a.m for example that doesn't usually happen Uh, more like 8 9 10 11 (laughs) (laughs) Um, it just focuses my mind and because I've set that specific time I've then cancelled out the rest of my day around that or planned the rest of my day around that so that I know I've got that session that's going to take me half an hour um, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to shower after. So all in all, that's an hour of my day where it's done rather than I did actually say to myself last night, oh yeah, I might exercise in the morning, might do a little workout. Did I? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't planned it. 
yeah. not specific enough. Yeah, no, 100%. That's a good one. Right, Steph, what are your takeaway points from today's podcast? Uh, I think wherever you are on your journey right now, accept that, accept where you are, um, put a plan in place, put people around you in place that can help you on your journey and support you through it and make sure you find a way to know and be confident that you're going to enjoy this. Therefore, this is going to be the last time you ever have to start again. If you're just starting out on your journey and you've got a big mountain to climb, if you're someone that's just restarting their journey, make sure you think about, like Jumbo spoke about, reflecting on what's worked before, what you can implement. Don't do it all at once. Be nice to yourself um, and don't over stress about things. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think the same for me, just um, it's about having those building blocks in place before you start is the most important thing to have a clear vision plan. Um, sometimes we want to go into things heads first and it's just about taking a step back, being clear what you want and going from there. Love it. Cool. Okay. So Steph, where can we find you? So you can find me predominantly on Facebook and Instagram at foodislife.nutrition. I put out daily content, daily nutrition tips, a bit of motivation, some inspiration. You can find my website at www.foodislifenutrition.com. Um, you can sign up to my daily emails there. You can find out more about the Lean Bean course. You can look at some testimonials, the blog. Um, yeah, Jambo, where can we find you? Okay, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at jambo.the.great. And a new feature is I've actually created this. <laughs> I've created a new um, Instagram page for all my nutrition uh, recipes. I should say not nutrition, my recipes. So obviously a lot of people are on their nutrition journey, which is at jambo.the.recipes. Uh, yes. So you have an archive of uh, different recipes that I create. Um, some are super healthy, some are less healthy, but um, it just it's good good for inspiration. Highly recommend. Love it. Go cool. follow. Okay. Thank you, Jambo. Thank you, Steph. And thanks, guys, for uh, tuning in once again. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.